Hi, I'm Vanessa Anderson. And I'm Stephanie Cooley. It's time to give ourselves a moment to be real, to express all of motherhood. Mothering is beautiful. It's wonderful. And you know what? It's fucked up, too. Come hang out with us. We're the real motherfuckers. Hey, Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. We got a good one. (laughs) Weren't we agreeing to wear flannel today? I know, but it's so damn cold. I had to go thermal. Instead of flannel. I wore flannel quilts. <laughs> I don't know why we have to talk about our outfits every time. It's all right. We got to kind of, you guys got to understand, it's Southern California and it's 50 degrees. So I got my my ski gear on and uh, yeah, we're here. Uh, we are so excited to bring you this next topic that I feel is overlooked. Um, and we looked at each other and thought, yeah, this we need to talk about this next. And it's overscheduling, mm-hmm. overscheduling not just your children but your whole family and your and yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's real. And I feel like in our times, when everything is so convenient, um, we add things to our life because it's convenient. You know, like the- or we add things to our life thinking it's going to enrich it or add to it. Oh yeah, Absolutely. and it's such a false notion. Like when we think, oh, we need to schedule this activity for our kid because it's going to make them better for whatever reasons, college yeah, applications and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, we have a big pressure in our in our culture right now. Um, and it's pretty significant um, from what I've read in Japan and in the United States. We're like the leaders in overscheduling. Um, it's pretty interesting that from sunup to sundown, kids are either in a class with somebody, um, they're doing their homework, or they're in another activity, whether it be sports. Mm-hmm. So by the time they get home, if there's homework, they're after dinner, they're doing homework. So they really have no time to even connect with you as a parent or as a family. It's pretty, mm-hmm. it's, it's really mind blowing. And it's almost sad. Yeah. You know, there is such a beauty in downtime. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you have to schedule or keep in mind downtime yes. in our lives. Yes. You have to, you have to, yeah, you have to intentionally say, this is my day, you know? And, and, you know, I, I, I did not realize how this would affect me until my kids got older and their little lives became um, separate from mine in certain parts of their day. Mm-hmm. And um, also I started working again. And I am, you know, part-time single mom. So I just realized, wow, there's all these different lives and schedules that are apart, yet we have to merge together and we all have to be a part of those schedules. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm working doesn't mean it affects, it does affect my kids when I work. And it also affects me when they have extracurricular activities. We have to go as a family to support them, you yeah. know? So it's big. I, we always talk about how we make uh we make decisions on what's best for the family, not just the individual. Yes, that's um, a great point. And the other thing I was thinking about when you were talking about working, going back to work, when I was working full time, I was working 40 60 to 60 hour weeks and I worked from home and I was glued to my desk and I felt like because I didn't have a life during the week, and I didn't get to like do fun stuff with the kids during mm-hmm. the week that I overscheduled the weekends. I would say yes to birthday parties. I would say yes to, 
you know, going out to meet friends at a, you know, at a restaurant. And I felt like I never had any time to decompress. And I felt like it wasn't enriching or fulfilling. In the in, in hindsight, I was, I thought it would have been better if I just maybe planned one thing and mm-hmm. then the rest was downtime. And, yeah. Do you, do you, do you feel like an, do you feel like when you were planning those things, because it did come across new and I would plan them, that it was family time, even though it wasn't? Like, you're taking your family we're with both you. together, we're so obviously. Together. Yeah. But yet you're not connecting with your kids when you're doing these things yeah. because you're connecting with your friends. Yeah. So there's one less. That's true. There's one less connection that you're making with your family, and there's mm-hmm. a chunk of that time. You know, like you said, it's, it's like a diet. It has to be balanced. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's what I realized with these play dates. Um, which are lovely, you know, in moderation, um, you know, these outings with other families, sometimes they are lovely and I do love them, but if they're regularly scheduled, you're not spending that time with your child and your partner. You are spending it with the other people because you are connecting with them. It's a time to connect with them. So it makes it, it makes it even more um, like you're scrambling for time again when you leave that, that experience that you chose to do. With play dates and birthday parties. Yeah. I'm sorry to reveal this, but I will most likely say no to them. <laughs> I've just, there's no time to do all of them. And yeah, I learned with birthday parties specifically, please don't get offended if I say no or RSVP no. It's just my kids specifically don't do well in a large people setting. They prefer small, intimate gatherings like I do. And I feel like we're lost in the sea. It's super stressful to get ready for it. Super stressful. Everybody's stressed out because we all know it's going to be a big party getting there. Being there, I feel like half the time my kids are just like latched on to mm-hmm. me and not interacting in the party. And then, you know, like clockwork, every single time, it's like 30 minutes before we go, that's when they decide that they want to open up and yeah. play with everyone. But we got to go. I've been here for like three hours. Yeah. Well, it takes the time to find space for yourself in this new setting. There are yeah. people you don't know. And it's, you know, they're like evaluating the situation. Right. Where they fit in. And even as an adult, when I go into a big parties like that, I even feel a little taken back. I'm like, yeah. All right, who do I know? What's this space? Yeah. You know, you scan as like a spe- human species. You yeah. know, we think we're like so above like nature and you're like scavenging out. Is this some safe fucking area? You're like, yeah. you know, who's who's here and what's happening? And so yeah, of course. That's that's natural. I think birthday parties have come have gone so over the top, you know, that that it does it does feel like a big deal to go to these things because the energy put into it is over the top. So it then is, you feel yeah. overwhelmed when you're there to feel that. Yep. And everyone like one ups each other. And I'm like, dude, it's just what happened to just a cake and like we being had, reverent and just being simple. You know? Yeah. We had one birthday party where we invited a lot of kids and we learned from that one. It was it was unpleasant. Um, it was just sensory overload. And it I think that it was a lot of it has to do with our personality as a family. We just like smaller gatherings. And yeah. so from now on at birthday parties or birthdays for my kids, we just avoid, or we just invite immediate family. Yeah. And that's enough. Yeah. yeah. We've transitioned over to um, 
personal experiences with our close family and maybe uh, we're thinking you know inviting maybe one friend so it's intimate and fun for the next one yeah um but honestly like i was taken back on even going minimum how much they cost first of all like minimal food mm -hmm. you know minimal just activities even um just to throw a number out there, just with food and maybe having 25 people over, it costs us $1,300. Yeah. And I'm like, this is an amazing day at Disneyland or yeah. Legoland yeah. or what can you do? You can you can pay for the whole, whatever a special curricular activity, you can pay, that's paid off. I yeah. mean, it's crazy. So I thought that's, that's, that's kind of a, a waste, but it's, you know, it was fun to have those, those intimate little birthdays and the kids were excited, but I think we're over that stage. But going back to our scheduling, it's choosing what's on your schedule, right? So you're right. going back to, that doesn't work for your family. You've already chosen that yeah. as being one of the things, which is, is great that you know that and being honest with it and being okay to have boundaries and saying, this doesn't work for us. This doesn't work for me and doesn't work for my kids. It's, it's too much and be, and, and it's okay. And letting other people, other people need to be okay with other people's decisions. It's not personal. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, I had an intimate birthday with my daughter this year because she um, did not. Oh, we have a dog. Oh, Mike is up here. <laughs> John's spinning up. Are you okay? We had an <laughs> pause. <laughs> Real life people. <laughs> the kids are at school, but the puppies are still here. Um, we, um, you know, my daughter just wanted the people that she hung out with this year. And at the time there was a couple kids that weren't and, and, and it was a little uncomfortable for me to not invite the whole class, but yeah. it just worked out better for us like that. And, you know, it, and I don't, we don't, sometimes feelings are hurt and it's not intentional, it's not an yeah. intentional hurt. So it's, it's almost like that experience made me realize just one friend, you know, you know? what, uh, one mind opening experience for me was last year we had invited the whole class to the pizza party at my house. Oh, for our media free thing that we yeah. did, celebration. So at our at the school our kids go to, they observe not watching any screens for a whole month and as as the prize at the end for doing it doing your best. Yeah. We uh, hosted a pizza party at my house. And I already had 10,000 fucking things going on in my life, okay? Right? And I'm like, you know what? It's fine. Just add on another thing to the fucking pile. I can do it. And I can do it. <clears throat> over that month, I had probably had such highs and lows. And before the party, my nanny was there and helping us out. And of course, and all, that's the other thing too, is I have to get rid of this false notion that just because I have help who is amazing, doesn't mean I need to add more shit to my plate. Yeah, you still have limited I, time. I, you know, she is there to help me, but it's not to add more to my plate. Um, and I, before the pizza party uh, started, I had an anxiety attack. I was speechless. I was talking, I remember talking to my nanny. We, we joke about this all the time now. She was out at the store trying to pick cheese for me for a cheese plates, cheese and salami. I don't know why I asked the vegan to get cheese and salami. <laughs> She's just sending me pictures of like, do you want this one? And I'm like, no, I don't want that one. I want this other thing, but I can't explain it. And I was 
speechless. I couldn't speak. I couldn't say what I was thinking. And I was realizing at that moment I was going through a panic attack because I couldn't well, I couldn't express myself. Cheese threw you over the fucking edge. Yeah, I could yeah, cheese <laughs> cheese and meat sticks just, just threw me over the edge. And and I, she came home and I she saw me and she knew I was visibly unwell. Oh man. And so, something else happened that day. Oh my god. It was just like life telling me like Slow, slow the fuck down. Yeah, there was there's signs. Like, there was an old neighbor who came by who he was also unwell and he was trying to talk to us. I'm like, get out. Like, we're oh, going to have like 30 kids that. come to my house right now. I like, you're a security camera guy. Oh my God. Yeah. And so <laughs> all of that happened. And I think it happened for a reason. I knew that entire month that this pizza party was going to be the death of me. Yeah. And it was. It like threw me over the edge. After that pizza party, I was unwell for probably a whole month where I wanted to crawl in a corner and like not be social. Not be social. Yeah. I had to extend my media free month for another month because looking at anything that was stimulating was too much for me. Wow. I had to I remember I had a day where I had to um single task like make sure i single task mm. i would sit and have tea and just have tea and look out the window but that's so healthy you know I think, I and think yeah you need to have that it's, it's, it's a present moment. but it was an overcorrection of my mess yeah, of this over scheduling of overdoing oh, thinking that i can do it all but and you listen could not yeah. you listen to what was right and yeah. i think that's very important to to all of us mothers is you know in our gut we're like built in nature built this system into us that we are not um connecting with these days our instincts our mind our heart our gut literally our gut tells us what to do and we ignore it mm -hmm. and when we ignore it is when we get screwed you know yeah. what i mean and i think you did not ignore it at that moment and it reset you had you not had you not if you did ignore that and yeah. you didn't listen to your gut imagine where you would have been uh, a couple yeah. weeks later it's important to feel your cup of tea smell what's happening around you look yeah. Take a pause. Yeah. We're allowed to have it. Mamas, you are allowed to have a pause in your life. You are allowed to have a break, even if it's a cup of tea. And also, you know what? I used to feel massive guilt about saying no. Yeah. Or I used to feel massive guilt for not doing anything. And now I, not saying that I'm like, oh, I know it all. No. But now I feel like so much more empowered with when someone asks me, what'd you do this weekend? I'm like, absolutely nothing. And it's a celebration. They're like, how did you do that? How did you do nothing? That's so like, hallelujah. Yeah. No, I, I, I never thought to talk about scheduling and that it was a big deal. I kind of, honestly, I feel like, oh, where am I even going to go with this? But yeah, it is such a big deal. It's such a big deal. I, when we're overscheduled, I, first of all, I feel disconnected with everyone in my house. Yeah. There's more disagreements. Yeah. We're all unhappy. Um, I used to only think the, the, the time, honestly, to really savor was my time with my husband. And, and that sounds really sad to say out loud because you think, oh, I give everything to my kids, you know, that kind of thing. And when I started looking at my schedule, I'm like, do I? I saw them two hours today. Yeah. Now one of them was the meal. Um, you know, I didn't have a moment with my daughter today. Yeah. And I'm like, that is sad. Mm -hmm. I chose to have these human beings. They should be my priority. You know, I should too. Everyone 
in my life should be priority in my household. Yeah. I need to have carve out intentional special time with them yeah. um, to not feel robotic. Yeah. You know, and things are changing. Our children are growing up. We're changing. And going back to what you were saying about, about being able to say no, I think it's real. When you get into middle age, I can go to, I mean, you can say things you couldn't say five years ago. There's a confidence that comes in with middle age. I think it's great. That's why, you know, I fart at the grocery store now. I don't give a fuck. Like, there's a moment of like, whatever, this is who I am. I'm wearing Crocs and I'm blowing gas at the Crocs. I'll five, baby. I'll five. Do you, how do you balance the activities like your kids' activities? So we look at our, our schedule during the week. Um, and how it's already flowing. And if someone says, Hey, I'd like to do this activity, mm-hmm. we put it in and we, we are realistic about, okay, well, this means, you know, your brother's going to have to get hauled for another hour and a half. If it's my daughter that wants something, he's going to yeah. have to sit in on this. Yeah. It's not just her. And right. you know, all of us have to go there and sit. You can't yeah. just drop them off at this point. So it's like, all right, what do we already have? How many days a week are we out of here? Mm-hmm. Do we have enough home? Like, downtime in the afternoons where it's they can go out and play in the trees um we can read quietly it's that quiet um still time where you can choose what you want with your time i think that's so important um so if if that feels already over scheduled um i'll say you know we just committed to this for a year we commit to one extracurricular activity and we commit to it for the year yeah um unless something seriously goes wrong so um once that year's up, we'll say, okay, now, you know, do you want to redo this activity? Is it something you still love? Or are we going to do that thing you asked about earlier in the year? Yeah. So, and they seem to really understand that there, the beginning, it was like, no, but I really want to. And then one day my daughter goes, you know, mom, it is just nice to be home. Sometimes it's nice to do nothing. It's nice to just be with you. Yeah. And that moment made me almost want to cry because I was like, you know what? We're losing that. Yeah, they're not going to want to hang out. Yeah, well, shit, mine are. I'm going to make them. (laughs) No. No, we're sitting right here. Yeah, you'll find excuses. You'll find ways, clever ways. No, totally. The kids, they they show us signs. Um, I would like to give acknowledgement to um, Simply Enough, and it's by a woman named Amy Slenker uh, Smith. And she has a fabulous um, article online, and it's – overscheduled and about how to avoid overscheduling your kids and your family. Mm -hmm. And she hits every point we're just talking about. Um, We, we do overschedule in the United States, States, especially like what you mentioned, we want to be better. We want to be elite. We want to have that college application be filled with all these amazing things. And we're like, really? Like everyone, we have to stop and think about that. You know, what's most important in our life is being, you know, with each other and human beings and the values you're putting onto your children. But she, she was she lists the things of the overscheduled child and and the and I'm going to quote her here um actually this is Alvin Rosenfield that that she quotes and it says the overscheduled child so the possible consequences of accounting for too many minutes of your child's day so what what um consequences and which include is uh depression anxiety a lack of creativity and problem solving skills which is so sad. I would, I mean, you think these things happen when you're a teenager or when, especially an adult, but, uh, you, I stopped and thought, and I thought, you know what, how many, how many, how many 
minutes or hours do these kids really have to just sit there and be bored? Well, I think that there's probably with themselves. I think that there's probably well-intentioned parents who think I'm going to put my kids in these things so they don't get depression, anxiety, all of this kind of stuff. But when it's there's the balance of when it's too much, yeah, it could. Yeah. It, it could be unfavorable. I mean, you can even give yourself too many vitamins. You know yeah. what I mean? Life yeah. has its balance. And the other thing I want to note is I read that also the reason the kids are overscheduled is because the parents are stressed out. Yeah. They're stressed out. And instead of dealing with what's happening at home, mm-hmm. they'd rather be outside the home doing these activities to not deal yeah. with maybe a conflict that's happening in the home yeah. uh, within your children or within yourself. It's easier right. to be away and yeah. doing and being busy but that also um leads to to the over scheduling leads to insomnia and all kinds of other things with the parent and the child Mm -hmm. when you've been busy 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 all the all day it's hard to just stop pause and unwind you're like you are digesting all of that stuff right you're digesting everything that happened and you're not used to being still so it's i never thought over scheduling was this that made this much of an impact on families. Yeah. It's really sad. It makes me sad. I'm like, cause I see it all around us, you know, the, the boredom is, I think is a bad word that is yeah. a positive thing. Yeah. You yeah. shouldn't be bored. I remember, you know, when my kids are bored, I'm like, I always tell them that is awesome. Yeah. I said, that means you're going to come up with something so cool to do. Yeah. And they get a little yeah. mad at me, but I'm bored. And I'm like, go outside. Like in the car. I'm yeah. bored. Look out the window. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Check it out. You might not see this again. Even though it's the same drive we've had for now, it might be something new. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> but no, you know, honestly, when my kids were bored, and even reflecting on, on when I was a child, that's when the most the coolest games came up for us that you would make up and you would want to play over and over yeah. and over again, yeah. you know? And that happens in our household. When our kids are bored, they'll find a game with something with mud or something, yeah. make play. And they make, you know, a store out of it. It just keeps growing and growing and growing. And it's hours of entertainment. Yeah. And they're so happy. We're so fortunate that we have epic yards. Yeah. We're, we we are. We pay for it, though. Yeah. You know? We do. We do. Get we, the kids. Just go outside. Yeah, just go outside. We are very fortunate. Um, But, you know, you can have cool indoor play, too. You yeah. know? Simple things. You know? Giving your kids pots. And pans that you don't like anymore, going to yeah. the thrift store for it, getting yep. blankets, letting them build forts. Mm-hmm. It's all the old school stuff that you reward. Yes. Yeah. We had, like our daughters made a fort the other day and yeah. it was up for three, four days after they. After I, your... I thought fort building was going to be done by like five, but they're still going no, strong. It's a club. Almost nine. It's a girl club yeah. now. I think it's, it's <laughs> great. You know, I think, I think all of us should be bored. When I'm bored, I celebrate. I'm like, shit. Yeah. I'm still enough to be bored. Yeah. How long has that been? I know. You know? I love you know it. what? I do need to uh, practice boredom and not bust out my phone during boredom. I know. Instagram, terrible... Instagram is our like boredom yeah. tool, right? Yep. That's the thing. Is... It's something I have to so, so work on. No, and I've noticed that. There is no opportunity for our society. I'm not just talking about children yeah. to be bored because we go straight As, to the devices. Adults have to. We go straight to the devices. We learn it too. We go straight to the devices. So what we're doing, our kids are going to emulate. They're going to say, well, it's board time. Let's watch TV. Let's do this. It's like, no, man, find each other. Read that beautiful book. 
sit still, journal, yeah. uh, go for a walk with them, sit outside, drink that cup of tea. Yeah. You know, yep. it's, it's slowing, being simple. And, and if you have nature around you, we all do find the cool stuff around you. If it's yep. snowing, put on that coat and go out there. Yep. You know, if it's raining, it's raining now, you know, be outside, listen to it. Yeah. I mean, it's just, we need, we are part of nature and everyone always forgets that, but you know, going back to, um, figuring out how to put what schedule into your life. Um, this goes back again to the article I was mentioning earlier. Wait, is this your tip? You're just the tip? I think so. We're, like you said one time, just the tip. <laughs> just the tip, ladies and gentlemen and anyone listening. Um, yeah, no, this was amazing. I save my calendar every year. I write on it. I'm very old school. Mm-hmm. And um, I also pull in our school calendar that's digital. And I really, you know, New Year's, I like to evaluate what we've done. And I make notes on what's worked and what didn't work. Yes. And what I'd like to add and delete. But before I do that, I sat, you know, me and my husband sat together and we're like, what are our goals for the year? And what are our values? Yeah. And those are non-negotiable. Yeah. So saying uh, my yoga time, I still need that twice a week. Yeah. You know, the kids still need, you know, they love their jujitsu time. That's not negotiable for them. Our family time four times a week is not negotiable, you know, and his, you know, going to archery is not negotiable, you know, having that talk and even having a meeting with your kids saying, Hey, well, you know, this is what we're doing this year. Did you, is there something you would like to do and seeing if that fits in and them really seeing it as they get older that, Oh yeah, it does fit in. Cool. Or no, it doesn't. I see why we, we do something similar, not the exact same, but we write our goals down every year and print it out and frame it. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. Yeah. So we, it's kind of like going back to our goals and values and we can reference it and people come over and they look at it and they're like, how's this going? How is this going with this goal? Is it in the hallway? It's by the kitchen. Okay. I'll show it to you. Yeah. I'll I'll take take a picture picture. and I'll share. Yeah. You need to share that. That's super neat. And you can all hold us accountable. Yeah. You'd be like, bitch, you You did not do that. (laughs) And it's, it's April. You haven't even started. Oh my gosh. I I love that. I think that's really cool. Um, I think the other tip that was giving on here is that, you know, you don't forget if your kids have, you know, are at homework age, adding that in because that is time. Yep. That is time taken from, you know, that's a time frame you need. So allowing that to be part of your schedule, we don't write that in, but it's part of your schedule. Yeah. You know, um, and so, you know, being really, really, really conscious of that, um, are your work events. That's yeah. part of your family schedule because yeah. that's time away. You know, that's time you're not going to be there and other things have to be fit in. Yep. You know, um, I'm a single mom. So when I work, my kids are at school. If I need help, you know, I need to prearrange that through family or friends. Um, I'm on a budget, so I have to be budget friendly with, you know, childcare, um, any resources that, you know, are over above, I have to be very creative about that. So yeah, time is, you know, it's money a, and money is time. playing Tetris with our calendar. It is. It is so doing that. Um, and then, yeah, the, the last thing what we kind of talked about concluding with, cause it's a big one and we don't think about it is summer, summer yes, schedules. Summer. And, yes. You know, I, this is part of the tip too. Yeah. It's, <laughs> hard too with parents who work full-time are at home and they have to decide what to do you know yeah for child care for child care 
a lot of them go put them in camps a lot of them send them to grandma and grandpa's for the weeks a lot of them have to just deal with them having to be home it's like covid again you know yeah and i think that there is the balance that we need to find of like our kids are okay with just being hanging out at home yeah. And they don't need to have 7,000 activities. Yeah. And remember, it can Especially be Especially also, think about, you're going to have to shuttle them there and you're shuttle them back. Shuttle and them. time in the car is a great thing and also can be a nuisance. So think, I think we need to think about how much car time we want and yeah. travel time. And yeah, I think sometimes was, I was like, I had a bunch of parents be like, which camps are you going to put your kids in? And I'm like, fuck, oh, I can put my kids in camp. And I I'm know. like, wait, no, do I? I don't. I don't have new <laughs> shit. I ain't got new shit. Yeah. I'm, and, and, you know, I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's again, what activities are they ready for? Maybe there is something that they're looking forward to. Like, I know my kids at some point, my son's already mentioned, you know, I'd like to learn to surf. So, yeah, you know, it'd be kind of nice. We can make a vacation out of that or it'd yeah. be fun. We have beach day for the week, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. And which activities are you going to stop? You know, yeah. and it is an exhale. The summer was meant to be an exhale. Right. Even in nature. Remember, it's supposed to be a break. It is a break. And even yeah. naturally, in nature, that's when we would work less. Like, all the crops were made. You All the work that you did in the, in the spring and the summer sowing, you know, it's starting to come out. You're getting the bounty of your hard work. Mm -hmm. So it's like, enjoy summer. You know, most of us have great weather. And you can play outside and be outside. Take that exhale. Slow down. You know, because the, the year is going to be coming again where you have your school schedule and whatnot. That's the time to slow down. Yeah. You know, have that beautiful trip or simple trip. Yeah. But chill. Chill out. Chill out. <laughs> chill the fuck out. <laughs> so, yeah, I would say, you know, replay, journal, really check oh my out. God, we're such proponents for I journaling. Know. We love journaling. Journal, bitches. Just journal. write your feelings down. Callous your finger. <laughs> It's no, it's just, it's, we're, we're saying it because it really, it makes you cannibal and it makes it real when it's there to seeing it. It's not this digital thing. It's, it's, it's real. It came from your hand. Yep. You know, so always a pleasure, my friend. Woo! Love you until next time, y'all. Bye. Bye. Do you know where your meat comes from? We do. Our sponsor, White Barn Wagyu, guarantees sustainably raised beef. You'll know where your beef comes from and what it was fed. I've been to the ranch many times and I personally know the family that raised the cattle. You know it's legit because I feed my family of four with this beef. Same. Our family of five has had many meatballs, burgers, steaks, broths, and stocks, and all the delicious beefy meals with White Barn Wagyu. Check them out on whitebarnwagyu.com. Select cuts can be shipped nationwide. Bulk items can be delivered to Southern Arizona and Southern California. We'd like to thank our local and loved sponsor, Sage Yoga Studios in Bonzel and Fallbrook. Vanessa teaches yoga there, and it is tough and fulfilling and also speaks to your soul. Trust me, I've cursed her and praised her all in one class. Sage is an inclusive yoga studio where all students can meet, learn, and grow. There's classes for meditation, restoration, for a good stretch, and a solid strengthen. For all our listeners in our area, check them out at sageyogastudios.com.